0: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Before we go ahead and dive into this amazing episode, I wanted to talk a little bit more about one of the best ways to break free from binge and emotional eating. And one of the best ways is to implement breathwork. So, breathwork helps you to reconnect to your hunger and fullness cues, cope with your emotions without turning to food and become less impulsive with food. Now, it also goes way beyond the food. It helps to cultivate self-love and worthiness, heal past trauma, release limiting beliefs around body image, reduce stress and anxiety, and so much more. I am a certified trauma-informed breathwork facilitator, and it's been so magical to implement this powerful tool of breathwork with my clients The reality is, is that you need to feel in order to heal. Talking things out is great, but when you implement body-based techniques such as breath work, this will really help you get into your body and create a sustainable transformation. So I want you to experience how powerful your breath can be. I will be hosting a completely free group breathwork session on Thursday, December 29th to wrap up the end of the year together. No experience is required, just an open mind. So if you've been wanting to try breathwork, this is your opportunity. You can click the link down below to view all the details and to secure your spot. I am so excited for you to try this out and I hope to see you there. All right, we're live Hello, everybody. We're live on TikTok. We're live on Facebook. Hello, everybody. And I'm probably going to record this as a podcast as well, too, because why not? Why not? I have something very important to talk about, and this is all about sweets and why you feel out of control with sweets. Because everybody always tells me, Lorna, as soon as I have a bite of something sweet, I always spiral out of control. It always leads into a binge, right? One bite of a piece of chocolate, it's like, that tastes so good. And the next thing you know, after just saying, I'm just going to have one small bite. Next thing you know, you've eaten the entire chocolate bar. So why does this actually happen? And if you are watching with me, let me know yes or no in the comments if this has happened to you before. It's happened to me so many times. And this is why I don't not only have experience with it, um, but I get it. I understand. So here's the thing you might be saying to yourself, I can't have chocolate. Right. Maybe as soon as you you start a new week, you're like, I'm going to do well with my diet this week. I'm going to stay on track and I'm not going to eat any chocolate. So maybe you either don't bring chocolate in the house. You keep it out of the house. Right. How many of us keep trigger foods out of the house or you just tell yourself it's there, but I'm not allowed to have it. I am not going to have chocolate. I'm going to eat healthy this week. I'm going to do well with my diet this week. I am not going to have chocolate. What this automatically does, it, it creates pressure. It creates this internal pressure inside of you to do well, to stay on track, to not mess up. Like there's so much pressure. You have to eat the right foods. You have to stay on track. You can't eat the chocolate. There's so many rules and there's so much pressure for you to stick to that and we might not see it as pressure because it's like well I need a, I don't want to eat chocolate all the time like maybe you're even doing it for health reasons that you don't want to be eating chocolate this week but it still creates pressure inside of you to say you can't eat chocolate you have to keep the chocolate out of the house So this internal pressure builds, And you become deprived and you start thinking about the chocolate so much more or any sweets. You start thinking about it so much more. And it gets to a point, it gets to a point where you become more impulsive with food. So it's not not just a matter of I'm not going to have it. You get to a point where you're so impulsive, it feels like not a want, it feels like you need it. It's not a matter of, oh, I just want some chocolate. Yeah, you want some chocolate, but now it feels like you need it because this pressure has built. Maybe on week, maybe on day one of telling yourself that you can't have chocolate, you're fine. Maybe you thought about it a little bit. And then come day three, you're thinking about it so much more. You're craving it so much more. You still deprive yourself. And then day four, day five, day six, and it builds and it builds and it builds. This deprivation builds and eventually you're so impulsive where you need to have it. No longer a want, I need to have it. So then what ends up happening is maybe you tell yourself, okay, I'm just gonna have one bite or one little piece of chocolate. I'm just gonna have one piece of chocolate. And as you're eating that chocolate, In the back of your mind, subconsciously, subconsciously, you're feeling bad for eating that piece of chocolate because you did well all of last week. And you promised yourself, you promised yourself that you weren't going to have chocolate this week. So even though you're just having that one piece or that one chocolate bar or whatever, subconsciously in the back of your mind, you're feeling bad you're feeling guilty and you're beating yourself up because you feel like you did something bad. You feel like you did something wrong. There's automatic guilt subconsciously. So what ends up happening? You had one bite or one piece of chocolate. Now you feel bad. Now you feel like you messed up. So you're like, oh, that felt so good. I haven't had this in so long. It's been a full week. Okay, one more piece. I'm just gonna have just a tiny little bit more. So you go into the kitchen, you go into the cupboards and you grab one more piece of chocolate. One more piece of chocolate. So You eat that piece of chocolate, it's so good. And you're like, oh, I miss this. I haven't had this in so long. But now you're starting to notice you're becoming a little bit more out of control. You said you were just going to have the one. And now you keep going back and you keep going back. So now you're noticing, okay, I don't, I don't think I'm in very much control right now. So what happens now in your subconscious is it's too late. I already messed up. Why would I stop now? Why am I gonna stop after eating two pieces of chocolate? I already messed up. It's too late. I already started the binge. I already know I'm impulsive. I already know I'm out of control. Why am I gonna stop after eating two pieces? I shouldn't have even had those two pieces, but because today was the day that I had the chocolate, well, I might as well eat more. I'm going to go find other foods that I don't normally allow myself to have. What are some other sweets? What other sweets can I have? What other sweets can I have? Because, you know, I ruined my streak of telling myself that I wasn't allowed sweets. But because I allowed myself something sweet, I'm going to go find more sweets. So now, you're already in that screw it mentality. You're already in the all or nothing mentality. So you keep going back and it eventually turns into a binge all because you told yourself that you did something wrong and you were depriving yourself of chocolate in the first place. We have to understand you guys, deprivation always leads to a binge. Always, 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 you tell yourself you cannot have the chocolate, you got to keep it out of the house, or you just can't have it for an entire week. That's going to lead to a binge. And it's so ironic how I was just having this realization this morning. And I said, we we want you wonder why you can't stick to this plan of I'm not going to have chocolate all week. But if somebody were to take your phone away for a week, you'd feel super deprived and that would make logical sense. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna miss my phone. Of course, I'm gonna, of course, I'm gonna miss my phone. Of course, I'm gonna use my phone so much more when I get it, but it's the same thing when you don't allow yourself to have chocolate. That's literally like somebody telling you, I'm gonna take your phone away for an entire week. Torture, <laughs> that's torture. Nobody, nobody would be able to do that unless you're not on social media and you don't care about social media. But for the most of us, we're like addicted to our phones. And we see how that makes logical sense in our mind. I don't have a phone all week. Of course, I'm going to want it even more. Same thing happens with sweets. The people who have a normal, healthy, balanced relationship with food, you don't see them binging on chocolate. You don't see them spiraling out of control. You see them eating a, a brownie, eating a cookie or two, and then stopping naturally. Why? Because they can have it whenever they want. They can have the chocolate today. They can have the chocolate tomorrow. They can have the chocolate next week. They can have it whenever. Whenever. There is no deprivation. As soon as you deprive yourself, that's when you want it even more. So the key here is permission. And that feels so scary, right? It's like, wait, I'm going to allow myself to eat the chocolate? Like, that's unheard of. I got it. Maybe you're wanting to lose weight. And you're like, there's no way I can allow myself to eat chocolate. But think about it like this. Think about it like this, okay, you want to lose weight, so you tell yourself, don't eat the chocolate, but you end up binging on the chocolate, or you want to lose weight, and you allow yourself to eat chocolate, and you eat it in moderation, which one is better? Which one is better? I always tell my clients this, right? Like, you either deprive yourself from eating the sweets, and then you binge on it, which creates anxiety, shame, guilt, feeling bloated, eating until you're physically sick, or you can start getting your body used to eating these foods normally because they aren't bad. And you're not a bad human for eating chocolate or eating sweets. And then you just have them regularly. And it's, 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 it's actually not as often. Like, it's so funny because now, because I am, I don't struggle with food anymore. It's like, I still have chocolate. I have a sweet tooth, but it's definitely not nearly as much as chocolate that I consumed when I was depriving myself from it. And it's 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 crazy. I had more chocolate when I didn't allow myself to eat chocolate. I now allow myself to eat chocolate, and I don't eat it as much. I'm not binging anymore since I started to eat whatever I want in moderation, amazing. I watched your videos for a long time. You've helped me so much. Thank you all, oh, you're so welcome. So this is the key you guys, like permission and that feels scary, but what's scarier, right? Constantly depriving yourself and then having these binges or being able to add this into your diet making peace with that food, and then no longer binging on it. So we either have to choose the small burst of fear now, making peace with this food and introducing it into our diets a little bit more, or you're going to have fear for the rest of your life eating chocolate or sweets because you haven't made peace with that food and you're always going to feel bad every time you have something sweet. I don't want that for you. And I know you don't want that for yourself too. So it's, it's a matter of giving yourself permission. Deprivation will always lead to a binge and with any food, but more specifically sweets with more specifically things like chocolate, um, you know, candy, all of those things. Right. So If right now you have been depriving yourself, maybe you're like, okay, I'm just going to never buy the sweets. I'm never going to buy the chocolate. I got to keep it out of the house. I really hope that this shows you what it creates, what it leads into, and how you can actually, like you can literally prevent a binge by just allowing yourself to have those foods. Me eating chips, watching this. It's okay. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. As soon as you feel you're doing something wrong, as soon as you tell yourself like I'm bad for eating this, you you feel bad and then it's like oh, I suck. I'm a failure and then we're going to go turn to more food to self-soothe because we feel like we're doing something wrong. It's okay. Enjoy it. Honestly, if if you're eating chips right now or you're eating chocolate, enjoy it. Extract the pleasure, extract the pleasure from it. What should we do when we want to eat more, even if we eat fast food every day without restricting? What should we do when we want to eat more, even if we eat fast food every day? So this is where I would start creating boundaries, not a rule. So if you told yourself, okay, no more fast food, Of course, you're going to still binge on fast food or not, not binge, but you're, you're going to want the fast food. So maybe it's a matter of like, I could eat fast food. I could, but how do I feel? How do I feel eating fast food every single day? Or how do I feel eating ice cream every single day? Or how do I feel eating chocolate every single day? And when you go by how you feel, you're going to start to notice I don't feel the best when I eat fast food every day. I don't feel the best when I have chips and chocolate and candy every single day. It's not that I can't have it, but I want to feel good. And if I focus on feeling good, I'm going to naturally make healthier choices out of love for myself because I care about myself because I want to feel good because this is self-love. This is self-care. There's a difference between I can't eat it because i shouldn't and i don't i'm not going to have it today because i want to feel good it's 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 changing your dialogue and what i always tell my clients is it's not about the food it's not about the fast food it's not about the chocolate it's how you feel about the food it's how you feel about the fast food it's how you feel about the chocolate right like if you feel if you feel bad about eating chocolate, you're going to feel like you did something bad. But if we just see I'm eating chocolate and chocolate is a normal food, there isn't going to be this desire to binge on it. And you can create a boundary of self-love of, yeah, if I eat chocolate every single day, I'm not going to feel good. So maybe I don't eat chocolate every single day. This is self-love. It's not restriction. It's not restriction. Restriction is you can't eat it when you want it. Self-love is, you could have it every single day, but how is it gonna make you feel, okay? Um, I wish I can get to this mindset. Girl, I know we've been chatting in the DMs. You can, you can, believe me, you guys. Like everyone watching right now, I never thought I would ever get to this place with food. I was like you. I did bodybuilding competitions. I tracked and weighed and measured every single thing. Every single food item. I felt compelled, I felt out of control with food. I honestly, I never thought I would be able to recover from binge eating because there was a part of me that liked it. And I just thought this is what I was going to struggle with for the rest of my life. I tried for 20 years. Does not matter how long you tried for. I've I've had clients 30 years, 40 years, almost 50 years. Like I've had clients that have struggled with it for 20 plus years as well too. It's it's the belief. If you believe you can't do it, you're not going to be able to. There is something about creating a belief for yourself that I'm not the exception. I can conquer this too. That is gonna start making shifts with your relationship with food. It's having this self-belief. And if you can't believe in yourself right now, borrow my belief. Take my belief because that's really important. I think my issue is accepting the fact I won't have my desired body if I release and let go. Absolutely. I've worked with um, personal trainers before. I've worked with um, even competitive uh, dancers and professional ballerinas. And there was this like tight grip of like, but I can't allow myself to eat what I want because people know me as i look a certain way and you guys know i was a personal trainer and i was a health coach and i dealt with this as well too but it's not a matter it doesn't have to be black or white it doesn't have to be like okay i either have to stick to my diet and be this bodybuilding person or this fitness person or i allow myself to eat whatever i want and i look like shit like you know what i mean it doesn't have to be one or the other it's about Finding that healthy balance where you can still feel confident and good in your own skin, right? You, I, I want you guys all to feel so good in your body, but what I don't want is for you guys to be thinking about food all day, all day long, obsessing about food and calories and macros and when's my next meal. And I feel bad for eating this. And I feel bad for eating that. That is where this becomes toxic. There's so much that goes into this like limiting beliefs around your body image, identity work. Like there's so much that goes into this. And this is why I always say like support is so important. I will never stop saying that because it's hard to, to kind of be able to work through these things. When we've known ourselves as I look a certain way, right? When everybody knows us as this is, this is the way that I look. Or you've always been that diet or you've always been that healthy person. And then it's like now to start shifting our behaviors, it can feel scary, but I promise you can do this in a way that feels good for you. Step-by-step with support. You do not have to do this alone. You do not have to do this alone. So that is what I want to share you guys about sweets, feeling out of control with food. This is why this happens. This is why this happens. have to make dinner every evening for my family. So I have to think about what to make. Yeah. I mean, I have to make dinner for my husband and I as well too, right? Like you're still going to be thinking about food, but there is a difference of like, what are we going to have for dinner compared to, you know, compared to like, okay, what am I going to have for dinner? What are the macros? What are the calories? Uh, am I allowed to eat this? Should I eat this? Oh my God. What am I eating next? Should I have the sweet? Should I not like, there's that difference. Your videos help for sure. Amazing. And if you guys have not been listening to my podcast, the Ditch Ducky Diets podcast, go listen to that. Go binge that. Like, put your earbuds in every single day, listen to that. That's going to really give you a good, um, a good start. And I also do have a four month program that's designed to rewire your brain. So you no longer have this urge and this impulse to binge and self-sabotage with food. That's truly what helps me stop my binge eating for good. I don't feel the urge to binge anymore. So if you are interested in rewiring your brain, then definitely, uh, go check out the link in my bio. It's the four month Academy program. You can send me a DM as well too. Um, you guys don't have to, to keep struggling with this. Like there is a way out. I promise like if I can do it and I literally did not see a way out and I've tried everything you can as well too. You're, you're no different. Izzy said, your videos helped me so much. It's so hard to not see food as numbers, but I'm getting there. I know, I know, I know, I know. I tracked for so long as well too. And it's, it's almost like, even if you stop tracking, it's like subconsciously in the back of your mind. Like I remember going to eat an apple and I'm like, oh, I know how many carbs I'm eating or, you know, a tablespoon of almond butter. It's like, we just memorize these numbers and we see food as numbers, but you're going to get there promise you, promise girlfriend, you're going to get there. You guys are like, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. And that was another thing too. I'm like, I feel like I was like, I'm going to be that 80 year old that still tracks and weighs and measured my food. I'm like, I can't trust myself if I don't track. It's like, I didn't track and I felt even more out of control. But then when I track, I'm like, I can't stick to this either. So I'm like, what the heck do I do? But rebuilding self-trust, getting back in tune with your hunger and fullness cues so you can naturally stop eating when you're full, becoming less impulsive with food. Like there's a lot that goes into this, you guys. It's it's not black or white. It's not just like one thing's going to magically stop your binge eating. It's a bunch of different things combined. And that is why, like I said, I have my four-month program because I literally created everything that helped me building self-trust, releasing the food roll, stop seeing food as numbers, getting rid of the all or nothing mentality. I've literally combined every single thing, every single tool that helped me stop my binge eating through rewire my brain in this one program. So you guys don't have to think, you guys don't have to think and do trial and error of like, what's going to work. It's like, I've just given you the blueprint, the formula so that you can be able to have this as a reality as well, too. Okay. So anyways, you guys, this was so much fun. I'm definitely going to do this more often. I've had so much fun with you guys. Thanks for interacting in the comment section. I love this so much. Had so much fun. Um, I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. You guys know you can always send me a DM if you're interested in coaching with me. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye.